Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. I'm your host, Jake Hari. I am here with the uh, goalie assist getter, Josh, Josh Harris, uh, who, who bubbled on Saturday. We were talking about it. How's it going, Josh? First show of the year for me and you. Yeah, uh, it's been a while. Even at the end of last season, we're, you guys were pumping me and Cliffy because we were getting the ratings. But sometimes, you know, we need your hair on the show to boost the ratings, and here you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. Number, numbers are pretty good so far. It seems like we've had... Uh, a pretty engaged crew. Um, you guys are doing an awesome job getting a lot of positive feedback in the comments and the YouTube, uh, in the YouTube comments, in the, in the chat, in the Discord that we've got. So it's been a good season. Uh, haven't had a ton of time to talk to you specifically. How, how did your weekend go, uh, Jonathan? Quick assist aside. It wasn't too bad. My schedule is crazy because I'm, I'm working at my pizza place on the weekend. So Friday, I work till midnight. I drive home. I'm an hour away. So I get home like one in the morning, go to sleep, get the 9 a.m. show with Cliffy Saturday morning. Then I go to work for from 11 to 11. So it's like it's like it's a psychotic schedule, but 
Johnny Quick. I was hoping it would be Cal uh, Peterson. I'm not a huge Quick guy, but he got me that assist to min cash me. So I'm not broke yet. <laughs> so we're hoping to win big tonight. One of the guys uh, that I'm friends with online wanted to sweat a lineup with me. And I usually don't play like higher stakes stuff, like single entry stuff, but I did on Saturday because he wanted he wanted to uh, split the entry with me. So uh, I had McDavid, like I had full Edmonton one stack, uh, but I had Flurry in my lineup and Erod, and so Flurry got just lit up in the first period. Gets pulled, scores four goals against him. Erod, Evan Rodriguez had zero points after the four goals so i'm swapping um and i was thinking about swapping to the kings but i mean it was a small field tournament i didn't feel like i needed to get that crazy ended up swapping to colorado one who almost got there for me uh swapped off edmonton one uh would have had a nice catch in the tournament had i kept edmonton one but uh did not so that's how my saturday went although i had another decent lineup in the 333 with Kings one, I was a couple of points short of taking that down. So kind of an all over the place weekend Friday, I got absolutely demolished. Um, didn't have a shot in anything. So Friday was hoping, hoping this week is a little bit better. I, I think overall is pretty decent first week. I think pricing uh, has been a little bit soft on some of the main sites so far. What do you think? Yeah. NBA guys who haven't started yet. And, you know, I saw our own uh, shit. My money had a good night the other night. He finished second in the big tournament for 7,500. So NBA starts tomorrow. So I would imagine the prices start sharpening and the GPP pools start shrinking. That's what happens when NBA comes around. But uh, that's when the fields get a bit sharper. And that's when uh, hopefully you can make some more money. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the price pools are going to shrink at some point, but there's really no reason to believe that they should right now. Everything's filling so far. I noticed on DraftKings, on Yahoo, a lot of things are filling. Yahoo's a sponsor of the show today, as you guys know. Uh, I've been playing over on Yahoo a bunch. I think it's pretty soft, and I like their plus minus. Um, it's kind of like FanDuel from like five years back. I think that was like four or five years when they had plus minus. It's a little bit tough on shorter slates like tonight, um, but I think if you just start by stacking – as much as you can, I think the most you can do with forwards is like a three-two, and you don't play guys uh, like you just make a rule in fantasy cruncher or just pay attention to your lineups where you're not playing forwards against forwards on the other team and defensemen if you can avoid it. So two and three gamers a little bit tough on four gamers. I think you can get away with that. And you know, there's not too many pros over on Yahoo. I'm not noticing a lot of names as I'm scrolling through when I'm playing. Um, so been enjoying playing over there. Think you guys should. Give it a shot if you haven't just yet. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we uh, start getting into these games? We only got four today. Yeah, short slate. Um, I don't know. I wrote the Power Plays article for Osmo. Should be up soon. Uh, if, if you like the Leafs, I suggest reading it. I think I wrote up everybody on the Leafs, including their strength and conditioning coach tonight. I really like the Leafs. So, yeah, little hint going to the first game tonight. Yeah, yeah, the Leafs are going to be very popular. We've got our ownership projections up. They're near the top. Um, you know, we've got all the tools up on the site right now. I'm going to go through the slate with the lineup builder. Um, maybe we can get it screen shared up there at some point. I don't know. Uh, but it's nhl.lineups.awesome.com. That's the free version if you guys want to follow along. 
really nice view um, of everything. You got implied totals. If you get the premium version, you've got uh, point projections, ownership projections right next to each player. And then another cool feature is the full stack projection for forwards. So that forward plus is two even strength line mates. So really cool look at everything, whether you're hand building or if you're going to build, uh, or if you just want to, you know, project the matchups, line matching and stuff like that. It's a great tool to follow along with. See a bunch of people have already joined. Uh, if you guys could drop us a like and uh, definitely subscribe to the channel if you're interested in everything. It is an absolutely jam-packed schedule for not only this week, but pretty much the next like four months until NFL stops. Um, we'll have daily NHL shows. We'll have daily MLB, uh, MLB until that's done. Um, so we've only got you know another week and a half or so of MLB. Uh, and then NBA starting tomorrow, as you mentioned, Josh. Uh, we'll also have PGA, college football, uh, NFL. Like we're, we're just covering everything. So if you're interested in any one of those, subscribe to the channel. If you're interested in sports betting, we've got a sports betting channel. It's called Osmo Odds. If you're interested in season-long fantasy football, we've got another channel, Osmo Fantasy Football. So uh, if you like watching us, we've pretty much got something going on every single day on YouTube articles as well uh, on the site so you guys know the deal just subscribe if you haven't already we'll be uh offering you pretty much anything you would like to watch shows on for the next few months promo code cross check this is almost going away it's the last call cross check one word all caps uh it's 75 percent off your first week of awesome nhl it's just three bucks you can get access to everything that josh and i are going to talk about uh, today, any tools that we reference. So projections, ownership, top stacks, that's pretty much everyone's favorite tool. Uh, the lineup builder, <clears throat> the premium version, and then um, the Discord. Now I can say it. Discord, we've officially moved over to Discord. No longer on Slack. A lot of uh, happy campers um, that were no longer dealing with Slack and we're going over to Discord. So if you guys need to join, just message me on Twitter, um, we, we will also have a free version in the future, but right now it's just for premium subs. If you use the promo code crosscheck, you can get in that and, uh, come start sweating the games with us. Very active NHL chat for the first week, hoping that keeps up throughout NBA season. All right. Time to talk about the games. They're up to my left on the screen. If you guys want to follow along there again, Osmo NHL lineup builder. It's another way you can see which order we're going in. We're going to start with the Rangers and the Maple Leafs, Igor Shesterkin and Jack Campbell, your projected goalies. You already hinted at the Toronto ownership. We already hinted at the Toronto ownership. They're going to be popular on both sites, coming up as the highest owned stack uh, right now in our projections for DraftKings. Um, is there a reason to get away from the Leafs tonight? It sounds like you're all over them as well, even for one lineup. Yeah, I mean – Listen, Matthews and cash games, you just lock button him. It's no brainer there. Where you want to get different in GPPs is, you know, I don't know if you want to use the Leafs top line, but if you do full stack it, you know, they're only 18-9 because of Nick Ritchie. And I think, you know, if you put in Nick Ritchie in that three-man stack, it's going to lower the ownership of the three pretty drastically because there's going to be uh, heavy, heavy ownership on Matthews and Marner. So you put in Ritchie there and – uh you hope to get a little contrarian there. They're going to get the Zabana jam line, which, you know, isn't great. Kreider's out of position. Lafreniere, you know, on that line is a bit weird. But, like, 
you know, you start going down the lineup on the Rangers, you notice that, you know, Strom and Kako are out, they're both on IR. So their second line is Panarin, Heedle, and Goudreau, and then, which means, like, their bottom six is absolutely decimated. So I think if you want to get away from the Leafs one chalk, you can look at Leafs two for sure. They're coming in less than half the ownership is Leafs one. You know, Tav- Tavares is back with Nylander, who is the best Leafs forward. If you're a Marner fan, cover your ears. But just look at the numbers. It's all – Numbers don't lie. I really like the Leafs' second line tonight in GPPs, Bunting, Tavares, Nylander. You get the power play one with Tavares and Nylander. Um, and even if, you know, you want to go down to that third line, because they're going to get the bottom six of the Rangers. And, you know, the the line itself isn't super appealing, like Kerfoot, Kampf, and uh, Kasha. I really like Kasha. I wrote him up in the article today just as a cash game play because he's $2,700 on DraftKings and he shoots the puck. But if you want to, you know, get really contrarian, in a high total game, you can use that third line as a filler because they're going to get either, you know, like the Kevin Rooney line or the Morgan Barron, Drayden Hunt line. Like they just recalled uh, Barron up. So, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, be like, Oh, don't play, you know, the Matthews on GBPs. They can easily score, you know, four or five goals like that. But if you're worried about the ownership, I think, you know, a great pivot is, is the leaf second line. And I'm kind of out on the Rangers tonight. Uh, I don't think I'll be full stacking anything. I think if you want to, you know, one-off Panarin, I think that's fine. He is a little bit pricey. Um, you want to two-man him with Heedle. I guess that's okay. But really, uh, until they get a bit more healthier, uh, this is just a, a tough spot to use Rangers. Yeah, it is a tough spot. I mean, even as a 150 max, I'm getting to a bunch of um, advantage at one-offs. I, I experiment more with one-offs on these shorter slates. So, I'm fine with that and getting exposure to the Rangers with like some two-man stacks. I mentioned Panarin, Edel, um, Zabanjad, Kreider. If you want to go with two guys in the top power play. Like the thing is like, so Matthew is just like so amazing offensively, but he also, they have really strong defensive numbers. Last year he was on the ice with Marner. Um, maybe Zach Hyman, like not having Hyman probably hurts that a little bit, but like it's something that homework plays used to talk about all the time on these shows a couple of years ago, like path of least resistance. Um, you know, you don't want to go up against the line that's constantly going to have the puck in your zone, even if they're not great defensively. They're cycling all the time offensively and they're using up all your shifts like that. Um, you know, you could be in trouble. So I'm a little bit worried about the advantage that line as a full stack, but I mean, hard not to like him just for his. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, power play prowess. Um, and I guess he does play with Kreider, who's also listed on the top power play as well. So you got a, a decent two man there. I don't play a lot of Lafreniere um, in my stacks, like especially on these shorter slates. So if he goes off, I'll just have to move it on to the next slate probably. But um, the the Leafs, you, you said it all. I mean, it's a great spot for them. It's, it's high ownership, but if you're not doing like full three threes, I don't think you have to worry about um, getting duped that heavily tonight on, on some of your Leafs one lineups. You want to drop down to Leafs two. I think they're great. I heard you say uh, Nylander is their best forward on the Saturday sh- uh, show. So you're doubling down on that. Um, I'm flag planting on William Nylander. 
Yeah, I mean, he, he's got a couple of goals, right, in, their, in his first couple of games. Yeah, he's, you know, Cliffy talks about all the time with Marner's numbers, with Matthews off the ice, it just craters. But, mm-hmm. like, Tav- or Nylander in the beginning of the season, even without Tavares, he was scoring. He was playing big minutes. Uh, he was driving play. So, I, I'm a huge fan. Uh, he's on a way better contract than Marner. Maybe, maybe I'm just a little sour about Marner in general, but I, I'm a big Nylander guy. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I, I did notice one thing about Marner, and maybe this has just had to do with Matthews being out. He had 14 shot attempts in game one. I didn't, I'm looking right now on natural stat trick just to see if that kind of rate even came close to keeping up in game two. I mean, it was against the Senators, so there's going to be a lot of, a lot of shots to go around usually. Oh, there is um, no Artem Zub slander allowed, you know. He's the man. No, but the Senators are terrible defensively. Zub aside. Yeah. Uh, oh, Lisa played three games? Okay. Um, 27 shot attempts in three games from Marner. That's pretty good, but you know, over half of those in one game. So, um, I was wondering maybe he's just going to be more aggressive this season, but it's probably just due to you know there being more attempts going around with Matthews out. And I would expect him to be more of a playmaker on Matthews line, anyways. So, um, yeah, I mean, leaves two mans, you know, you could go to Matthews Marner. I don't mind leaving on Richie though, we've got him at uh quite a bit lower ownership than Matthews. He's going to be the third wheel. He's going to be the guy leave off people leave off in Toronto one stacks. Like I'm fine leaving him on. Like he might be literally a third of the ownership of Matthews in some of these large field tournaments. And it's not a terrible player and playing with two really talented guys. Um, if he's going to get left off, I like getting over the field on him, even if I'm not over the field on Matthews and Marner. Um, what about anyone on the blue line? Anyone here you're looking at? Oh, I, I'll, I'll just second the, the Kasha call. I mean, his price is just way too low. Maybe a little bit of a decrease in minutes um, with Matthews back and him getting pushed down to the third line, but it seems like they like him and he's just going to fire away for 2,700. So I like the call there. Yeah, blue line, not super enthusiastic about anyone. If you're using the Rangers power play, you can use Adam Fox. I don't know if I'd run off him. He's a bit pricey. There's other spots that I like. He's not a huge peripherals guy. He's more reliant on scoring DFS-wise anyway. If you want to punt Keandre Miller under 3K, I think that's fine. Truba, if you're in that, you know, 4,500 range on DraftKings, down to your one-off, I think he's fine. On the uh, Leaf side, if you want to correlate Riley with the power play, I think that's fine. I'm not going to go out of my way to uh, one-off Riley. Uh, Rasmus Sandin at 3,000. Power play two is someone that I will look to one off, but that's about it from this game. All right. Uh, Muzzin, so Muzzin's minutes were down. Is Are him and Hole going to play? I was tweeting out uh, as you were talking there. Uh, yeah. Just a link to the show, but is, is Hole he on for skate and he's expected to play tonight? I don't know about Hole, but I did see Muzzin was going to play tonight. Okay. Cool. Yeah, 4,600. I mean, I, I didn't know when I was going through projections earlier today how to project and like, because the difference between like 16, 17, 18 minutes compared to like 21, 22. And like, he saw even more than that at times last season, like that's a huge difference at 4,600. So a um, little bit intrigued on Muzzin because he is like, he's a guy that can easily get the blocks bonus. The Rangers aren't great defensively, but I think they're going to be able to, to put up some shots at the very least against this Toronto team. Um Ke'Andre Miller, 2,800. I heard you talking about him a little bit. I don't mind that as a punt. Um, and then Fox would just be in Ranger stacks. I think I might actually end up making that rule 
in fantasy cruncher as I do with some of these defensemen. He's just so expensive that it feels like if Fox has a big game, even if he gets one of the bonuses, like I feel like for him to be in a winning lineup tonight, he's pr- like, you're probably going to need some Rangers forwards if they score three or four goals and, you know, Fox gets a couple assists and maybe picks up a bonus. So that is my reasoning behind him. Riley is just a guy that I play. If you're playing um, the Leafs top power play and that's pretty much it. All right, let's go to game two. We'll talk about goalies at the end. I know people like the goalie talk. I don't know if there's been any talk and chat about it yet, but we'll save goalies for the end. Um, Let's go to Seattle and Philadelphia. 2.8 implied total for the Kraken, 3.1 for the Flyers. Grubauer is expected. Carter Hart is confirmed for the Flyers. You wrote up one of the lines in this game in the power plays article. You want to talk about which one it was? Yeah, I wrote up the Flyers top line in the power plays article today. They're identically priced to the Leafs top line, and they're coming in at a quarter of the ownership. And they're getting a cracking team on a long road trip on the East Coast. Um, I think they go home after this. I'm not sure. I have to look at their schedule, but they're coming to the end of a long East Coast road trip. They do get the McCann Everly Schwartz line. Um, you know, that's a decent line. Like I I'm definitely going to look to play them more, especially when they're at home. But like you mentioned in the last game, you know, Katori line, very good defensively, very good offensively. So, and they fully chlorate on the power play and they're coming in, you know, seven, 8% on a four game slate in a 3.1 total. This is like a, a great, great spot to get contrarian for the people who have, you know, around 19,000 and are deciding between the Leafs and the Flyers. I think getting a, an elite line fully correlated on the power play under 10% on a four-game slate. Sign me up in GPPs for sure. In cash, obviously, I'm going to slide side with Matthews. But GPPs, this is a great pivot. Uh, it's a plus matchup for them, fully correlated. So I, I, they're one of my favorite. Uh, and if you look at their top stacks tool at the, at the awesome top stacks, they're still third for top two stack percentage at 18 and a half. They're the best leverage stack of the night. Um, I think, you know, that's how you, like, if you use Leafs one, you're going to have to differentiate yourself elsewhere. If you just lock in flyers one, you can, you don't really have to worry about like, Oh, is, am I going to get duped with Matthews here? you can get a bit more creative. So I, I really like the Flyers top line uh, going down the line. I don't know if I want to play, you know, 4,500 Derek Broussard, but I do like Joel Farabee and Cam Atkinson. Don't mind them as a duo uh, on the Seattle side. I think, you know, I do like that Seattle top line, but seeing their ownership is a bit concerning for me, especially going into the Gatorier matchup at around 20%. That's going to be a pass for me. Uh, I want to get them when they're lower owned, especially at home where they can dictate the matchups. Um, so for me, this is a Flyers one game. I think if you want to one off a of Ryan Donato who gets power play time, because, you know, if Carter Hart, not great. And especially after you get past Gatorier matchup, it's uh, the, the Flyers are a bit dicey defensively. So if you want to use that second line, like a Don Skoy, your boy Wenberg is way overpriced at 5,600. So uh, I think in after the top line, it's, a, you know, Donato one-off or a Donskoy one-off. But I think, you know, the Flyers are a bit sketchy defensively after the Couturier line. 
Yeah, so you mentioned um, <clears throat> dictating the matchups. Sometimes we call it last change. For anyone that's new, that's you know, dabbling in hockey DFS, line, line matching um, is a thing that happens. So basically, when there's a dead puck, home team gets to um, – the, the road team has to put out their skaters first, and then the home team gets to counter. And so that, like, there's an actual, uh, like, tangible advantage to being at home in, in uh, the NHL. And so – um, you know, when you got a great shutdown line like Couturier, Giroux, and Konechny, although we don't know what their numbers are going to be like this year, Couturier is one of the best two-way centers in the NHL, just the guy that you, you probably don't want to go against if you can avoid it. Um, and so them being matched up against this McCann-Schwartz-Everly line, like, I, that's probably something I'm looking to avoid um, in terms of, you know, just playing Seattle 1 a lot. I get that it's a short slate. And me having 150, I'll probably, you know, I'm probably not – uh, ballsy enough to just completely cross out Seattle one, but it'd be something I'd be doing on a, on a bigger slate likely just because of how much respect I have for, um, for Philadelphia one. Could they get there? Sure. I mean, Philadelphia takes a couple of uh, penalties. Maybe Car uh, Carter Hart has an off game. Seattle one's on the top power play, but uh, you mentioned the second line and you were kind of joking about Weinberg and I don't think you need to play Weinberg, but if you want to play Don Skoy at 5,200, really, really good uh, one-off guy. Like, so when, when you're projecting a guy like Don Scoy, he doesn't always project as a great value because his price is high because his ceiling games have been so high historically playing on teams like the abs. Um, and so that's why you don't, you don't see him as a great value, but I think he has a really great low own one-off guy. That's going to you know get some of the softer Philadelphia matchups here. Um, I like your call on, on Philadelphia one. Seems like a pretty clear pivot spot. Um, we'll see if the ownership ends up getting, you know, anywhere close to the neighborhood of Toronto one. I doubt it will because we still got Calgary to talk about in the next game. And then St. Louis, like there's, there's four clear teams that people are going to be on in terms of like top stacks tonight, it looks like. And uh, Philadelphia is one of them, but it looks like they're going to be third or fourth in ownership. So I like it a lot. Um, let's see. Even, even Seattle three, I think like geeky and Donato two man kind of like that um, as a two man stack that I'll be mixing in both guys get power play time, not in the same unit, but you know, you can stack them with um, Giordano or, or something like that, or even go like geeky Donato and, and Donskoy and um, get three uh, decent forwards at, at really, really low ownership. So that's what I'll probably be doing with Seattle. Uh, anything to try to avoid playing a lot of that top line. Um, JVR, another guy like Don Scoy, who, who does have some upside, doesn't project great in terms of median projections, but I think he is another good low-owned one-off guy. We've got him at about 6% right now for 5K. Um, anything else on the forwards here? Do you want to talk defenseman? Uh, defenseman, you know, if you're using Flyers 1, you can stick in a uh, bag of bones. Keith Yandel, he's still super cheap. He's on the top power play, 3,400. If you're talking one-offs, I think Ryan Ellis, he, he's a bit pricey and his ownership is really high, but uh, I, I really do like him. Uh, on the Seattle side, uh, obligatory Jamie Alexiak mention. I think you can you know, one-off him at 3,900. Hayden Fleury is someone I want to play, but I see his ownership over 10% at 2,900. That does scare me a little bit. Um, but he, you know, and minutes have been a bit of a concern so far with Seattle, but I don't mind Hayden Fleury. Um, anyone, uh, I played Susie the other night in that high stakes lineup I was talking about. <laughs> I think he got me a couple of blocks. 
Like he's 2,500. If he's going to play with Mark Giordano, he's not going to play power play, but like he is a guy I know the wild really, really liked. And he was a, a guy that was talked about as like an up and comer um, when he was on the wild, like, you know, you could probably be worse than Susie for, for 2,500 bucks. There's not a lot of min salary guys that you can project for 17, 18, 19 minutes. So uh, don't hate him. Uh, you had to mention Alexiak, your boy, still still holding on to that from a couple years ago. I think you played him for maybe like 11 straight slates. Oh, at least Dallas went nuts in the playoffs. Captain him. He hit the <laughs> hit the block bonus for sure. And then he, he went on like a goal scoring ramp with yeah. goal scoring rampage for him. He had like two goals in like eight games. <laughs> yeah, it's a rampage. Um do you dip down to fourth lines at all? Like, let's say you're making like 20 laps. Would you ever consider playing a fourth line guy, um, like an actual fourth liner? Not when like Jeff Skinner was on the fourth line for Buffalo for three months straight. Like, would you play Nick Ove Kubel uh, on a four game slate? If he was getting secondary power play time, I would consider it because he is a name that people do recognize a little bit. It's not like, uh, Maxwell Willman, like that, that name's made up like that. There's no way that's a real player. Like that's oh, like a real player. There's a, there's a naming issue too. He's, yeah. he's Max somewhere and he's yeah. Maxwell elsewhere. So that, that's always a fun. Yeah, no, this back. guy's like when you like fast forward three seasons in your franchise mode and they're you drafting like random play, like this is a generated player. Like that's what it is. But like uh, Abe Kubel is someone, yeah, if he was getting secondary power play time on a four game slate, I would consider it, but uh, tonight, I don't think you really need to dip down that low. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, we should talk about Keith Yandel. Not, not in terms of, like, I want to play Keith Yandel, but he's the top power play guy. I would just be careful with him. Um... He's fine to play with Philadelphia one, but if you just see a $3,400 power play one guy and you're, you're new, uh, Keith Yandel sucks. Okay. So, yes, he could get two secondary assists like what he had last game. Uh, that's not a very likely outcome, even if Philadelphia one goes off. So, would say play him only with Philadelphia one stacks uh, and, and do it in very few, just sprinkle them in here and there. Would not be going crazy playing Keith Yandel ever. Um, he's been washed up for like three years. Like he's that's being that's legitimately, generous. legitimately terrible on yeah. Florida, and they kept throwing him out on top power play. Yeah, he, he is just not the player he was when he was on the Coyotes, but he's still right. there, hanging on. He is indeed, and still on a top power play somehow. I 
They hate Provorov. They hate Ryan Ellis. I, I don't understand. I shouldn't say they hated him. They both played like 28 minutes last game, which is insane. All right. Before we get to the next game, as you guys know, Yahoo Daily Fantasy Sports is the sponsor of the show. We've got two things coming up. Uh, really amazing offers that you guys can take advantage of. First, the one that you've heard me and Cliffy talk about. You can get a free month of uh, Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, that's a $90 value. Uh, when you are new to Yahoo, you sign up for an account via the link in the description. It's the second link in the description. Uh, you have to deposit at least 10 bucks and then play a Yahoo contest. Yahoo will send us your username after you play, and then we'll send you a coupon code for uh, to unlock that free month. So um, super easy offer and you get it's a, it's a $90 value and you barely have to do anything. You just have to try out Yahoo. So if you're new, you've heard us talk about Yahoo and you haven't pulled the trigger yet, well, you're getting a free month uh, for basically no charge just for trying out a new site. That's a new site that's better, honestly. Like they're playing 12% management fees over there. They're doing 150K guaranteed overlay on NFL Sundays. Like I got crushed yesterday playing NFL. I played uh, on DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo. I think I lost like 85% of my entry fees on FanDuel and DraftKings and I made money on Yahoo somehow just because of the guaranteed overlay contest. So uh, if you don't know what overlay is, it's just when the contest doesn't fill. Yahoo's doing that on purpose for you. So you're just making it easier to win. Um, and again, you get a free month when you try them out. So there's really no reason not to try this out. Um, you can even get in the uh, 150K Monday night Yahoo baller that's going off tonight. They've got single game DFS, had some success playing over there. I think I think the first slate and then been a little bit cold over on Yahoo playing NFL showdown. Um, Defense ball, which is great. What'd you say? No defenses, no kickers. Yeah, I mean, it, it's great. Uh, and 12% management fee on that tournament tonight compared to the industry standard, which is about 16 on these large scale tournaments. So go play on Yahoo, go take advantage. Use the tools on the site. Uh, we've got NFL-specific tools for Yahoo. So we're making it really, really easy for you to go play there. Um, it helps everybody out when you do. Well, it helps us out. I don't know if it helps out uh, other people outside of the OSPO sphere, but um, it's going to help you out. So let's go to Anaheim and Calgary. Third game of the slate. We're halfway through. We've got about 25 minutes left or so. Ducks, Flames. It's going to be John Gibson, I think. I'm not seeing confirmation on the lineup builder just yet, but I did see that he was available to play tonight. And he wasn't um, a couple of days ago when the Ducks last played. It's going to be Jacob Markstrom for the Flames. Been playing the Ducks the first couple of slates they've been on. And boy, has that not gone well. <laughs> Calgary, very popular top line here. Um, they're changing some things around. They get Blake Coleman for the first time this season. He's playing with Backlund and Lucic. Um, no, we don't like Lucic, but we've been Backlund guys for a while. And we've oh, yeah. got a pretty quality second line with Monahan and Mangiapane and, and Dylan Dubé. Uh, this Calgary two line, you're going up against dumpster fire Anaheim Ducks. So uh, is this a spot for the, uh, the Josh stack? You want to tell people what the Josh stack is? Anybody new? <coughs> uh, our favorite stack on the site. Yeah, you can use uh, six guys from the same team on DraftKings anyway. 
try to get the full power play one in your favor one off forward in there. Use the goalie. Otherwise, it's not a true Josh stack. And you'll owe me 7.5% in royalty fees. Um, no, not really. But yeah, I'm not sure because anytime the Calgary Flames are chalk, it makes me very nervous because who has let you down more in a chalk spot than the Flames? I honestly can't think of anybody. Um, it is kind of hard to fit Toronto. The Dallas one. Stars, Dallas is top line. Dallas, so yeah, right. yeah. They, they've let us down quite a few times. And Nashville, I would say, are the, the two other candidates. Yeah. Dallas, the old Dallas one is was is probably the biggest letdown spot of all time. But, you know, Chalk Calgary on a short slate does worry me. They are going to, you know, they're in a great matchup, especially if it's not Gibson, if it's the Lars, even though he's from my – my state as to New Jersey, I just, you know, he played out of his mind the other night. He had 43 saves against the wild, but um, I don't know. I think I'd rather go to Toronto one or Philly one over the, the flames top line. I'm not going to begrudge anyone from using them fully correlated on the top power play, but man, it just, it just feels like a letdown spot here. If you, if you like them, go for it. Uh, it's not something they're not going to be a, a primary target for me. They'll be a secondary option, especially if I'm going 20 to 150. I, I think I'd probably be under the field. They're coming in around 30%. It's just, it's just too much for me. Um, going down the line, the lines here. I like that second line just because of an ownership play here. I, I don't necessarily love them. I do like Mangiapane. Uh Monahan doesn't do too much for me. Uh, the Flames should have traded him a few years ago when he was actually still good, but it is what it is. I think you can go to the flame second line if you want to get a bit contrarian. And that third line I think is going to be a popular third line tonight. You can leave off Lucic if you want. He doesn't get any power play time like he was last year, but the back on Coleman combo uh, should be pretty good. Their ownership does worry me a little bit. They're both coming in around 17, 18%, but I think you can find ways to differentiate uh, like adding in Lucic if you want to full stack that line. Uh, I can't believe I just Saul's gonna have a day with that. Yeah, one. Saul's gonna like just kill me for that, but it is what it is. Uh, back on Coleman, get power play two time. Um, so yeah, Calgary three is fun. Calgary one, it's a great spot. I just worry about ownership. Calgary two, uh, not my favorite line, but because of the ownership in a high total game, I think you can stack as well. And then Calgary three, my favorite. Um, what's it? value stack of the night on the duck side uh i really want to like the henry Zegers uh raquel line it's just i don't know if tonight's the night but their ownership's so low uh they're almost fully correlated on the power play uh i think you can do some like Zegers raquel drysdale three mans like to get different especially if you're if you're building a lot of lineups i don't know if you're, if you're building like three to five I don't know playing the ducks is going to be a long-term profitable strategy, but if you're, if you're uh, 20 to 150, I think you can have some of the ducks here, uh, especially, you know, the Monahan is just poor defensively. Uh, Backlund's pretty good, but Lucic skates in cinder blocks. So I think that can be had, you know, uh, the Lindholm Kachuk Goudreau line, pretty good defensively, but the blue line for the flames isn't great. They're, they're getting better than they were Last year, they did lose Giordano, who fell off a cliff defensively. But I, I think the Flames could be had here. I just worried, you know, it's the Ducks. But I think if you're MMEing, I think you could definitely have some pieces of the Ducks tonight. Yeah. So Ducks, not a priority play for me. But if you just 
look at the ownership that we have projected for them compared to Calgary, like it's not perfectly like negative core negative correlation when you play a team that's or like play skaters from a team, like you're actively hurting the opposing team. So it's not like if you play ducks one and they score two goals, that doesn't mean that Calgary one's not going to, um, but it might mean that they're carrying play a little bit more than, than is expected. And you might not get as many shots for like, you know, Calgary top two lines type of thing. So there's probably some negative correlation. I certainly haven't ran the numbers, but uh, it's just the ownership is crazy com compared to these two teams, like Calgary one and Calgary three getting a ton of ownership. And I understand why, like they're definitely in the better spot here. The total is almost a full implied goal higher than the ducks. Um, but I think, you know, there's players on the ducks that I think are reasonable tonight. Silverberg, another one-off third line guy at 4,300, like, playing, you know, playing Silverberg over Coleman and they're not quite the same price, but like Silverberg shouldn't be one 18th of the ownership and play Coleman. I know everyone is excited to play Coleman because uh, he's got a reasonable center in, in Backlund. Um, but if he's going to be 18%, like I'll probably just go elsewhere uh, and, or at least be like half the field. Uh, I can't imagine playing a ton of Coleman if he's going to be 18%. Same thing with Backlund at, at 17% right now on DK. Um, gets left Comtois, that's fine. I'm going to leave off Max Jones if he plays like the Ducks. They don't, they don't really give out that much information. So we've seen it already in the first two games of the season where there's been like a surprise guy that's out um, prior to the, the game starting. I know Jones played, I think, first game, uh, and, or maybe he got scratched the first game and he was expected to play. And then, you know, it's just they don't play all their lines. Uh, as you would like them to from a DFS perspective, they kind of even it out uh, between all four lines. So Ducks one, probably my favorite, but I do like the, the Getzlaff come to duo. And I do like Silverberg as a one-off guy, their defenseman, you mentioned Drysdale. Uh, that's fine. If Cliffy was on here, you'd probably mention Cam Fowler. I mean, never, never seen a guy love Cam Fowler more than uh, our own Michael Clifford. That's true. <laughs> Josh Manson. I would say that's fine, but you know, if you're trying to, to chase a blocks bonus, but he's not even that cheap. So even if he gets the blocks bonus, was that 6.9 at DK? Like yeah. still probably need a little bit extra there at 3,800. Um, so yes, this is a flames game. Uh, I will say, I think in terms of ownership, my, the most of my ownership is going to come to Toronto and Calgary and St. Louis. And if there's one team that gets squeezed out, if these ownership projections hold up, it's going to be Calgary for me. Um, anything else here? Yeah, I'm not uh, actively looking to play anyone on the Flames blue line. If you are you are using the Flames one and you want to correlate in the power play, Rasmus Anderson is perfectly fine. I'm not going to go out of my way to put 5K Rasmus Anderson in my lineup. And there really isn't great punt options. I guess – Christopher Tanev, if you're looking for minutes in a block shot bonus, I prefer him over Josh Manson just because he's $700 cheaper, but that's just grasping at straws. Matt says, uh, on a four-game slate, would you consider playing a one-off against your goalie? What would you think, Josh? I think that's that's perfectly fine. I don't know if I'm going to go – like, like I'm not going to force it in, but, I'm, but if I happen to get there, I'm not going to be like, wow, I can't do that because I have the goalie. Like, yeah, you're putting in your goalie expecting to shut out, but realistically, how often do goalies get shut outs? You know what I mean? Right. 
Yep. I, w- I think that's fine. For a tournament, I don't actually love it on a four-game slate. I I think for three-game slates, a lot of times I don't even use players against my goalie. So I would say if, if, if you're doing a large field tournament, you don't want that negative correlation in your lineup. Um, but if you were playing, like, so for example, if you were playing, who's the biggest road favorite tonight? Is it Gibson? Or like the, the cheap road favorite. So the favorite. Like if you're playing Shesterkin and you wanted to play Austin Matthews or Kasha or someone just cheap and you needed like the final roster spot, I would say that's fine because Matthews is awesome. He could score a goal, get you the five shot bonus. Uh, Kasha can get you the five shot bonus or score a goal. And your lineup could still be okay if Shesterkin gets a win. But in general, uh, when I'm building with an optimizer, I I try to stay away from that type. The, the type of player that makes the most sense on a short slate is block shot or shot blocking defenseman. Yep. So like chances are he's not going to go flying up the ice and score a goal on your goalie. So you're playing him for the shot blocks, not for the, for the uh, score sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Defenseman's tough uh, tonight. Like there, are, there's no Yossi's tonight. There's no like cheap Brent Burns. Like there's a couple guys in the final game that I like quite a bit um, that I'm probably like, possible i'm gonna end up swapping off a ton if i've got any live lineups with them um but yeah we'll, we'll get to that in just a second uh let's see 149 100 sorry 139 140 people in here uh if you guys can hear me talk about the other two channels that we've got right now um we've got a fantasy football channel we've got an awesome odd channel which is sports betting if you're interested in any one of those check those out we've got links to those in the description it'll send you right to a pop-up that will subscribe you to the channel. So if you're interested in those type of things, or if you just want to help us out uh, and subscribe to those channels, that would be very much appreciated. And I see 61 people have already hit the uh, the like button here so far. That is also very much appreciated. Um, this That guy should be on the cover of Vogue magazine, not doing a fantasy football live stream. I don't I don't know who they're referring to there. Um, Certainly not me. This isn't a fantasy football live stream. Maybe they're in the wrong chat. Um, yeah, do you, do you know what, what that's referring to? Is that a previous comment? No, no, no. He's certainly not talking about me. I got a big bald dome. He's talking about your luscious locks on the top of your head there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, though, because he said fantasy football. So who knows? I mean, we could probably maybe, – maybe we could try out for a little Vogue magazine cover – uh maybe we could turn this into a fantasy football show uh whatever you like bartholomew i i whatever i'll I'll give up on the rest of the name but um yeah larry says love is in the air it is indeed likes are in the air 70 of you have already hit the like button now subscribes are in the air uh subscribe to the channel if you have not already i'm just going to keep pounding everyone over the head with that until everybody watching the show subscribes and likes hockey prop player bets uh, in the future jason asked for um <clears throat> we're going to try to have some betting content if you guys have any ideas for what you'd like outside of like the normal pick stuff for nhl nba we're looking to add to um these other channels the nba around the corner we've got a bunch of betting stuff planned for that so if you like betting props you're really going to want to uh go over to the Osmo odds channel and uh head over to Odd Shopper as well. If you guys haven't checked out the new Odd Shopper look, it is uh, really awesome with the XROI tool. So if you're in a legal state right now and you're not using Odd Shopper, you're 
I mean, you're Helps actively me. giving away money, but you can find bets super, super quick. Have you checked out Odd Shopper, Josh? Oh, I use it every week because I do an MMA betting article every week and it gets me, gets you guys the best prices. When I write up my articles, I do the odd shopping, get the best prices for you guys. And I got my clocks cleaned last week, but we're bouncing back this week. We'll make some money. But Odd Shopper, if you're any types of bets, man, you got to go check that out. It's the best tool for betting that I've seen. You'll save so much money in the long run on VIG. Yeah, it's insane. And if you just like to do fun stuff, like we, we had one uh, <clears throat> on the site and I wish I could bet these. Like, I, I don't know, it's not legal here yet. Um, but when it is, I'll be joining all these books and be using this and betting hockey props and NBA props, whatever it is, all of our highest XROI uh, stuff, which is just expected ROI based on um, the simulations and the projections that we have. Um, but you guys really, really, really should check that out. Uh, if you haven't already, it's completely free. I don't know why it's free, but, uh, it is for now. And so if you like betting, if you just want to make some money or bet some really fun parlays, um, feel free to head on over to odd shopper last game of the night, Josh, we have the blues and the coyotes three implied total for St. Louis 2.5 for the Yotes. Bennington expected to go. Hutton is confirmed for the Yotes. What do you like here? A lot of weird names on the Yotes. Uh, Andrew Ladd, Johan Larson, Ryan Zingle is your second line trio. Boy, does this look bad. Um, what do you like here? Yeah, this is just brutal. Andrew Ladd in the top six in 2021. Like, if you told me that a few years ago, I'd laugh in your face. Like, Andrew Ladd? And he's min-priced. Like, the... <laughs> the Yotes second line is almost completely min-priced on DraftKings. I'm pretty sure the Yotes lineup from a forward standpoint is the worst in the league. Like I know the Sabres are pretty bad too, but this Yotes lineup is atrocious. Like I, and I want to like the Yotes tonight because I'm not a Jordan Bennington guy and he is coming in over 20%. So there is something that I, I would love to stack against, but holy cow. There's just not a line that I can get behind here. Like Lawson Kraus season. Yeah. Lawson Kraus season. Top power play with Keller. Yeah. Keller is not bad, but then you see his center. It's, it's, you know, Jake from state farm, you know what I mean? Like there isn't like a full line I can handle here. Like Nick Schmaltz is okay with Phil Kessel, but then they're tied to Louis Erickson. Like it's 2007. The second line, Andrew Ladd, Johan Larson, Ryan Zingle, like that would be maybe a fourth line on half the NHL teams. Kraus and Keller, pretty good. That's not a bad two-man. But Travis Boyd, like, come on. And then that fourth line, like, Jay, Jay Beagle. Come on. Christian Fisher, 2,700 power play one, maybe. The thing is, like, the Blues are a really good and deep team. I'm just not a huge believer in Bennington. But it's just so hard for me to get behind anything on the Kaidus tonight outside of Jacob Chikrin, 6,500, playing, like, half the game a night. He played 27 minutes last game. He's going to be playing 25 minutes plus all season. Uh, I think he's the guy, and he's going to be popular, but I think easily he's one of the best defensive plays tonight. Um, if you if you want to you know, put in a Kraus-Keller, I think that would be the line I'd go to. I would imagine they're going to avoid the Ryan O'Reilly matchup, which is really the matchup you want to avoid when uh, facing the Blues. They slow down the play so much. So if you do have to go somewhere on the Yotes, I don't mind that call, Keller. Even if you want a two-man, like a Keller and a Chikrin. I know Chikrin, for some reason, not on the top power play. It is Shane Goss' bear. 
which is a, a discussion for another day, but I don't mind that too, man. And on the blue side, I think there is a lot to like today. And their ownership's in check here. So, you know, that top line, Saad, O'Reilly, Perron, 9%. Like, we've seen O'Reilly, Perron just go absolutely crazy in games where, you know, they get four or five points. I, I, I like them tonight. I like that second line, Kairou, Shen, Buchnevich. Rangers, we're, you know, I really like that second line. Yeah. I think I like that second line more than the top line. If you want to use O'Reilly Perron, I think that's perfectly fine. Like they're, they're a very good combo. Uh, I just, I just like, because of, you know, price for the total line, um, that second line, if you want to, and even if you want to dip down to that third line, uh, two men, like a Robert Thomas and Vladimir Tarasenko, like Tarasenko being in the bottom six and it actually making sense. Like, it just shows how deep this team is. If you want to add in James Neal, that's fine. But I think you can get away with the two-man. So this is a Blues game for me. And, and if you look at the blue line, I know we'll get there in a second, but 4,200 Colton Pyarko, like, way too cheap. Yep. I agree with pretty much everything you said. Although uh, I am a sick person, I will probably be playing more than the field share of Arizona tonight. And probably not even their top line. Like, I, I'm seeing, I'm getting some Andrew Ladd lineups, like, more than I'm comfortable with. Like, it's it's pretty bad. So, uh, by the way, someone needs to clip that, those few seconds of Josh not being able to talk after the, the Buchnevich trade, uh, talking about his, his home team, his Rangers. Um, so, we'll get that clipped. Pareko, yeah, I always mess up his name. Like, you guys can roast me for the, the names, Pareko. Pareko. And I will say, Jake, you love the Yotes. You got the Brad Richardson four-goal game a couple seasons ago. Yeah. So if you're getting a ton of lad, I, I don't think you should fight it. He's going to have a hat trick tonight. Look, yeah, he's 1% owned, as are most, most of the uh, the Yotes. Uh, Keller and Kraus getting some ownership just because they're PP1 guys. Um, if you want to do a two-man like that or just with Keller as a one-off, I mean, he's the goal scorer. But it's cheap, and they're projected to score two-and-a-half goals if it – somehow um you know one line somehow gets a couple of those that's probably going to be okay uh or good enough to be in a winning lineup so uh, if the goals are concentrated to one line or a few players you could be in business here with this late night uh coyotes hammer um it's ugly though it's ugly i like the blues a lot I, I, so talking about these top four teams you got the leafs you've got the flyers you've got the flames and the blues uh, did I say, yeah, I said Flyers, Flames, and Blues. Um, you know, Blues just not being at home is probably bringing their ownership down a little bit. I liked what I saw with the Perron uh, line with O'Reilly uh, a couple nights ago against Colorado. You know, granted, they were missing McKinnon, but I like the second line a lot. I'll, I'll talk about them uh, when I get to my hat trick uh, pick that, that Josh is really not going to like. And then St. Louis three actually looks really good as well. So yeah, a lot of third lines getting some ownership tonight. You mentioned Pareko, 4,200. Great, great price for him there. Gosses Fair would only be in like Arizona PP1 stacks. Uh, Chickering's my highest known guy right now. Um, like I said, I might end up pivoting off a bunch of him, especially in the, the lower field, the, the smaller field stuff. I've got a lineup that's doing okay heading into that final game. Might have to just leave some salary on the table and, you know, go to Justin Falk to just try to get a Hail Mary. Um, but 
yeah, Chikrin's my guy tonight. Highest known player for me right now. I think that probably sticks. Um, yeah, this game, pretty ugly on the Coyote side. Blue side looks awesome for not only full stacks, but two mans. Uh, Thomas, Tarasenko, Tarasenko, Neil, Buchnevich, Shen. Like, there's, there's a lot to like on this blue side. Anything else here? Victor Soderstrom, power play two, 2,900. I know I'm not, I'm not even sure power play one matters for the Yotes, but power play two, 2,900. He's a good young player. Andrew Ladd's on power play too. So if Jake's getting a bunch of Andrew Ladd, just, just lock button Soderstrom. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Uh, but I don't mind him as a one-off. Yeah, I don't want my name to be tied to uh, Andrew Ladd. Unless he, unless he gets a hat trick tonight, then I, I wouldn't mind. My name got tied to Mark Stahl all last season. So. What did you say? I said my name got tied to Mark Stahl all last season. So yeah, it could I mean, be worse. You're free to bring him up on one show, but as soon as you start to do it a couple times, then you're in trouble. People start to remember that. So got to be careful with uh, you know, the players you tout on this show, I guess. We got some These guys pretty, uh, pretty good members watching this show all the time, and they don't, they don't forget things. People, people don't forget, Josh. Uh, all right, before we get to hat trick picks, upcoming shows on this channel are as follows. The Yahoo, thank you again to Yahoo for sponsoring the show. We've got a live NFL show. So, so if you're playing uh, NFL tonight um, and you're playing over on Yahoo, Monday Night Football Baller, 150K uh, prize pool over there, 12% management fee, 3 p.m. Eastern coming up in a few minutes. PGA Strategy, 5 p.m. Eastern. MLB show, 6 p.m. Eastern. And then uh, the NFL deeper dive in line before lock or Titans bills. A lot of money to be won in NFL tonight. A lot of money to be won in NHL tonight, Josh. Who is your hat trick pick? Going William Nylander. All right, there you go. Double down. I will go with your boy, Pavel Buchnevich, as my hat trick pick. I know you're, you're really going to be rooting against that one. Just, no. just try to twist the knife a little bit. I'm probably going to play him tonight. I know Osmo is playing, paying for my therapy to get over that trade, so it's a win-win. <laughs> yeah, just, just send an invoice to uh, support at Osmo.com. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for uh, joining the show. Josh and Cliffy will be back tomorrow. I think we got a, a big nine-gamer. Thanks to producer Mike for getting us going. Give him some love, love in the chat, and thanks for joining. Good luck, guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. 
Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more.